0: Hello and welcome to This is Oro Valley, a podcast where we explore the people and programs that make Oro Valley the vibrant community it is. I'm Town Manager Mary Jacobs, and today we're speaking with Constituent Services Coordinator Jessica Hine. Jessica, welcome. Thank you. And two high school students, Elena Hendricks and Liam DeDepo, about the Oro Valley Youth Advisory Council and the great work they're doing. Welcome, Liam and Elena.
1: Hi. (laughs) Hi.
0: Just for a little bit of background, before I actually introduce our guests, I would like Jessica to tell us a little bit about what is the Youth Advisory Council and why does the town have one?
2: The Oral Valley Youth Advisory Council was started by council member Mary Snyder back in 2012. She saw a need for youth to have a voice in municipal government.
0: Very exciting. And, you know, I think we forget sometimes as we, the royal we in government, that we, you know, we make all these decisions and we decide what's going to be done. And then we forget to ask people who might be young now, but then you guys are going to use all these different facilities and participate. So I'd like to start first by introducing our two members of the Youth Council I'm going to start with you, Liam. Tell our community a little bit about who you are, where you go to school, and also why did you apply for the Youth Council?
1: Yeah, so my name is Liam Nadepo, De and I go to Canyon Del Oro High School. Um, you know, a little bit about me. I'm kind of just here. I'm really interested in government. So like this is like uh, the Youth Advisory Council is like a big opportunity for me. And I actually heard about it through a friend who was already doing it at the time. And then I decided to apply and I got in. And I'm very happy I got in because it is a very fun council to be a part of.
0: Elena, tell our community a little bit about you.
3: All right. Well, I'm Elena. I'm going to be a senior this year. I go to Canyon Del Oro High School as well. Um, I'm in the marching band and concert band programs at CDO. And I learned about the youth council Through one of my friends who was also in band at the time and i'm just really interested in learning more about my community and i thought that coming up becoming a part of this council would be a great way to do that
0: how do you guys feel about being asked your opinion on government related things
1: i'll go i can go first i i feel like it makes me feel like more important and it makes me feel more heard especially like being around other people my age like half of the time, it's like, I'm able to carry what I hear from them into like a space where what we say might actually matter. And it makes me, I also feel a lot more informed because like without being on this council, I don't know necessarily if I would be as engaged with what's happening on like this level of government as I would if I wasn't part of it.
3: Yeah. Like Jessica was saying earlier, we aren't able to vote. So being a part of this council gives our opinion, you know, a sense of importance and It's just a really nice way to like put our thoughts out into the community.
0: Jessica, what are some of the things, you know, you've now had the opportunity to work with the Youth Advisory Council for a number of years, and they really kind of have grown in terms of their contributions, the types of things that they do. What are some of the things that they are involved with and how do you kind of oversee that coordination
2: You know, when we first started, we had to reach out to different departments within the town, reminding them that the youth are Mm -hmm. available, or even different organizations throughout Oral Valley, um, letting them know that, you know, we did have this group that could assist with any interest or decision making within the town. And now here we are in 2022, where I'm having to push out (laughs) some of the requests, but I see, you know... We've done one of the best things I think the youth got to participate in is the general plan. Um, yeah. So the Your Voice, Our Future, they were part of those committees and getting their opinion, which is, you know, an opportunity the youth do not get to participate in. So an outside organization that has come to the Youth Advisory Council is the Southern Arizona Arts and Cultural Alliance that um, has asked them to participate in a memory care program where they Um, the youth actually went and interviewed some of their patients that have memory loss, and they set up music on iPads that would allow them to listen to the various music from their history, which helps with their memory. Um, So that was one of those great opportunities that they were able to participate in.
0: You know, our, our young people aren't young permanently. And so I love the fact Liam, you were telling me that you're interested in government. And, you know, how, how do you see your participation in the youth council as setting you up for your future in terms of your growing your interests down the road and continuing to contribute as a member of whatever community you choose to live in?
1: Yeah. So first off, I definitely say like being part of this council has helped me like in the future if I choose to go into some sort of government position, like I'm meeting people like every day. For instance, I'm meeting you. I've met Jessica. I've met multiple members of our council and I've gotten to attend council meetings of the Mainora Valley Town Council. That's really helped me in the future to be able to go as far as I can in case I need resources from these people that I'm meeting now. So I was on the town liaison committee Um, this year. And that's really taught me like in the future, no matter what community I'm in, I need to attend those types of meetings because it like, or even watch them online because it helps you stay informed like incredibly about what's happening in your community. And you also get like your voice. So like in the future, if I'm in a community and I don't like how something's going, I can now go, I now know that I'm able to go and have myself be heard by the leaders of that community. And I think that that's definitely helped me
0: a lot. Elena has it taken a little bit of the mystique out of government when you actually get to meet people like me like members of our council who really we're just we're just people right we're just people doing jobs so that you can be a, a part of that you know how would you describe your connection with the youth council and um and how you see your contributions down the road as you you know grow up, go to college and become a, you know, contributing and working member of our society. I've
3: absolutely learned so much more um, being a part of this council. I love going to our different league conferences and just meeting all these different council members and learning so much more about government and all this, you know, accessible information was brought to me by being a part of this council. Um, And it just, you know, it exposes you to new, you know, jobs and, Information and people that you know you can use as resources down the line. Um, so it's just introduced me to so many new things that you know I was kind of scared of earlier, but just being able to learn about it through this council has been amazing.
0: What do both of you hope to accomplish, say this coming year on the Youth Advisory Council? Um, well, I think there's
1: like multiple ways I could like attack that. I mean, overall, I'd love to accomplish like any new projects, especially like. Um, like today, we're meeting our new council members and be able and being able to use their ideas, and like expand them into a real idea where like we now are introducing something new th- to the community. That's definitely something I want to accomplish, and we have accomplished. Like last year, we had the Battle of the Bands. That's something that we were able to accomplish that hadn't been done before. And then in more personal sense, I definitely want to meet more people, especially in. in the Oro Valley government. And even when we go to our league conferences up in Phoenix, being able to meet people that I didn't even know existed, whether it be a mayor of a different small town, or even people from our state legislature.
0: I forgot that the Battle of the Bands was the brainchild of the Youth Advisory Council. How exciting is that? How did this come about? Were both of you on the on the council when this idea was developed? Tell me about it.
3: Yeah, we were both on the council when this idea was brought to us Um, and it was really interesting to see all the different, um, you know, young bands in Oro Valley that I just, we had no idea about in general, No, no one knew how many bands there were, so it was an awesome
0: opportunity. Tell me a little bit about the program, so what are the rules, how'd you come up with it?
1: So we had a one council member named Kennedy who really brought this idea to us and then we had other council members one was Faith and I can't remember there were a couple others who were really like really cared about this project so they were really on that committee and really developed it into what it became
2: Yeah so the other members that were interested was Faith Kirkland and Raya um, Kiernan, they both were huge advocates to do the battle of the bands for the last couple of years. But as we know, COVID was hindering a lot of the opportunities we were um, trying to get out there. So this year, when it finally came to fruition, you know, it was a really exciting opportunity and we worked closely with Parks and Recreation. Um, their staff um, helped facilitate getting kind of the park location all the equipment
1: and can i say just like being i we got to speak with one of the parks and parks and recreation people i remember one meeting and just like how uh easy it was to talk with them was something i really appreciated because it i mean we know that we're heard like at least by if anybody by jessica and we know by like some people listen like hear us but like To know that like we were taken so seriously by Parks and Recreation that they really wanted to know what we had to say was a really good
0: experience. Who competed and how did you get people to be a part of this event?
2: We advertised and so they put it, the Youth Advisory Council put it out on their social media, reached out to their schools, reach, reached out to the music departments within their schools. Um, so then we ended up with five bands that competed that day uh, to, they all had So we ended up with five bands that competed that day. They had to submit um Audition tapes, they had to submit audition tapes, which verified that they were actually a band and then they were invited to come and compete that day. And then there was, of course, the average, of course, there was also the task of getting an audience. So it's not just having five bands come and participate. It's also giving them that audience, because even though there were judges You know, the crowd's participation also was included on who would be the winner. So, you know, you never know with a first event, are you going to have eight people attend and, you know, all the bandmates' parents. But we had a few hundred people actually attend the event. It was a very, very successful event for it being a first time.
1: And I will say definitely like no now that we know like how that turned out, it's a very good feeling to know that something that like our Youth Advisory Council came up from that year that is going to be something that's going to live in the town of Oro Valley for a long time and like if we don't accomplish anything else in like the next two years that I'm part of this just knowing at least that one thing was done while I was here is a really great feeling to have
0: that's outstanding and I believe we've got a clip of the winner from the Battle of the Bands I'd love for everyone to hear that
2: yeah, shine we got
0: That was remarkable. Quadrant 44 is the name of the band. And, you know, we didn't get a chance to mention that participants in Battle of the Band had to have 80% of their band members in high school. That's a high school band, folks, that you just heard. Outstanding. Quadrant 44. Hope you go really, really far in, in your future. Jessica, you've really coordinated with the Youth Advisory Council their participation in a, in a variety of different things over the last number of years. Tell us about some of the other things that they do. I know they they help out at the Aquatic Center. What would you characterize their primary goal is in terms of their activities?
2: Um, the primary goal for the Youth Advisory is to bridge the gap between the senior community that we have here in Oral Valley and our youth community, and The other goal that the Youth Advisory Council has is to provide events for teens in our community that are within our community. So being a small community, a lot of our teens have to go to other parts in the area of Pima County for youth events. And so they want to bring them and keep them here in Oral Valley. That's great. Yeah. So they do the, during the summer, they do a dive in movie night and that's at our aquatic center. It's a free event for teenagers only. And you get free pizza, free EG's, and a free movie. And so it's a great time for them to gather their friends and enjoy, you know, our pool facility without um, any of their f- other family members or, you know, little siblings with them. And They really enjoy that opportunity. They also, you know, we had mentioned the Battle of the Bands. One of the things the Youth Advisory Council does is a tech program where they invite the senior community to learn about technology. And one of the popular programs that they teach them about is their own cell phones. So they get <laughs> a lot of asks on how to organize photos on their phones or how to take photos off a text message and put it into their um, photo album or how to print that photo. And so they teach these tech classes to the senior community, which I have benefited from. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, one of the great things they did is at the beginning of the pandemic, A lot of the senior community, you know, were restricted to being homebound and they did a class on how to use Instacart on their phone. So how to order groceries, how to download the Fry's app, the Safeway app, how to figure out how to do the delivery service. They had, I think it was 50 participants in that first tech program during the pandemic, And so with the Zoom technology, even getting them to participate with that, you know, was really great, though, that, you know, they were able to bring them that service. I was on our senior tech committee and I joined
3: the council during the midst of the pandemic. And it was really nice to just be able to give those really helpful tips as we were all relying on our technology during that time. And, you know, just being able to teach others the important things. Um, so I actually had to teach um a group of seniors, you know all the different functions on Zoom whilst we were on Zoom which was a little which was challenging, but you know it was really important, and I'm really you know proud of the work that our committee did.
0: Well, you know, I was really proud my my eighty five year old mother actually sent a group text with a photo the other day, and i was I was like, Go, mom, go, mom.' <laughs> So I can attest to the fact that, you know, our seniors just don't. And, and social media, that's one thing that they really want some more information. They want to know how do they get on, how do they, they want to be able to connect with their families and look at their photos and comment and, you know, that kind of thing. Um Are you all involved in any way in give, keeping them updated on cyber things so that they know how to watch for cyber attacks or um is that is that something that maybe you might want to look at that's doing really in the future. Idea. Hey, I'm here for you I anytime, really people. Really <laughs> well, you know, it's really it, it is something more and more that um seniors are getting targeted, whether it's phone calls, whether it's um, you know, things through their email or or through their text. So um, so good yeah, I hope you'll I hope you'll consider that as a potential program in the future. well,
2: it's interesting you say that because we'll get
0: questions or suggestions from the
2: senior um, you know, a lot of the seniors that continuously participate in that program. and so the youth actually have to teach themselves how to make that happen on their device before they then they have to create a PowerPoint and a how to and so they're actually teaching themselves how to do it before they then go back and teach the next program because, like he said, they don't
0: know how to do it sometimes
2: that's <laughs> sometimes that's they're great. more savvy than they are yeah.
0: <laughs> that's wonderful that is that's great you know we do have our our population in Oro Valley definitely leans toward the older side that's just those are just our demographics. And so I think that the Youth Advisory Council has really been just a tremendous way of supporting our seniors, but also, Jessica, as you mentioned before, bridging that gap so that they can also hear and see a different perspective on things. You know, you guys are going to look at things a little bit differently than Than seniors do. And I, and I am confident that in many of your interactions, whether Elena, you're talking to a senior about some technology, you know, related training them on something, or, um, you know, Liam, you're, you're chatting with somebody that you meet as a liaison, one of our council members, that they're, they're hearing from you something that they may not hear from the people who I like to call them. PLUs people like us right we tend to gravitate around people like us that's just human nature and yet it's so important that our community is open to you know serving everyone so that that's just really really exciting what this group does for our community that can make Liam you've been on the council for how long
1: about one year. This is my second year. Okay.
0: And Elena? This will be my third year. On okay, the great. Great. So, you know, a little longer, Elena, a little shorter, but you all have had an opportunity to kind of look at Oro Valley in a different perspective. What are some of the things that we as a community, as a government, from a young person's perspective, what do we need to be keeping in mind for the future and the future generations?
1: I definitely say as the community progresses and grows I know that the youth population is not the is not the biggest population but I think there will always as the community grows be a need for more things for the youth to do which I definitely think the youth advisory council really helps with that yeah. but uh, besides that I'd say if there maybe more attention to park services or more events that the town could put on that would definitely help with youth outreach especially because maybe then more people would want to be involved and the more people that are more interested in doing the youth advisory council specifically um also contributes to the more perspectives that we have which will help us grow entirely as a whole
0: community excellent elena what are your thoughts
3: Yeah, I agree with Liam. I just want to create more opportunities, you know, for the youth to have activities in Oro Valley and just, you know, being able to work with the different, you know, town members um, is just, you know, really key to doing that. So any assistance that the council can get would
0: be (laughs) great. Yeah, great. That's terrific and very insightful of you to be thinking about that because, You're right. We don't really know exactly what our community is going to look like in the future. It could change. Our demographics could change. But we want more families to be here and we want there to be opportunities for our young people to stay in Oro Valley, to work here, including right here at town government. You know, those of you who want to be a city manager, come see me, come talk to me and I'll tell you all about this great career. Uh, But not just my job. We have so many wonderful positions here in local government. I love that you could be an ambassador for us with the council about all the different kinds of things that you can do for a career right here in your local government. Liam, Elena, Jessica, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. I think it's great that our community gets to hear different perspectives and, um, Jessica, I, I we're, we're so appreciative of, of all that you do in constituent services. I'm going to have to bring you back to talk about constituent services. This, you know, being the the uh, youth advisory council liaison and, and staff support is great, and you do an outstanding job. But um, but what you do is is important to our community. So our community can look forward to having Jessica back on the show in the future. Liam, Elena, thank you for your time. Thanks for your perspective. Really appreciate having you on the show today. Thank you for having us. It was a great experience. Thanks for joining us for this latest edition of This Is Oro Valley. We hope you'll continue to stay tuned for other exciting podcasts in the future.